Hello there, and welcome to the latest episode of a Sift Taker Snapshot podcast. Joining me today is Liam. Hello. Riding co-host, because Mr. Polly's not here. Someone has to. <laughs> I know, I'd have preferred to be rich, to be honest, but whatever. It t- takes days off when he wants. So lazy. <laughs> and we've got a uh, Manchester Goblin, Michael. You right. <laughs> um, just in case Connor's listening, Michael said, you're right. Anyway, uh, so today we're just going to chat a little bit about, obviously we played the road event, Uh, spoiler alert, Michael did okay. Um, I'm going to chat about some of the new cards that have been spoiled, and we might touch on the Crossroad classics, depending on how much time we have. We're also going to touch on the Trilogy event, because some of us are still in that. Um, Again, spoiler alert, not Michael. Because it's true. <laughs> right. Um, shall we start with the spoiled cards then? Because they're new to me as well. Yeah, these ones that are on the uh, AMG page. No, because everyone's seen all them, haven't they? Because well, everyone's everyone's had the packet for ages. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm just apologising to Tim because I've got my uh, Instapot going in the background and it's about to kick into pressure, so it might blow a load of steam. <laughs> um, should we start with the pilots then? Yeah. Oh, on. First one, mate. I'm trying to open it. We, we are talking about the ST70, yeah? Yeah, yeah. The Razor Crest. Yeah, so I think all these have been leaked in the past, uh, but we'll obviously having everything together. It's quite nice. So uh, we've got the Mandalorian, Dinjarin. Well, you defend or perform an attack if you're in the front arc at range 1 to 2 of two or more enemy ships. You may change one of your blank results to a focus result. Uh, so on the stat line, it's three reds, two greens, seven hull, two shields, with a focus, evade, target lock, and a red bow roll. I probably should have done that before reading the ability. And he's initiative five. You know, after seeing some of the other cards, I'm kind of tempted to buy another one. Um, yeah, honestly, I think Dinjarin and Q90 will be pretty cool. Yeah, very so, tempting to uh, double act, exactly. Yeah, so the Q9 is um, after you fully execute an advanced maneuver, you may perform a calculate or a bar roll action even while stressed uh, if you do gain a strain. Also, initiative five. Yeah, and they're just big chunky boys, aren't they? Yeah. And also, even if I only ever fly one of them, one of them could be a pretty model in my car or something. <laughs> You're going to put it on a spring so it bounces forward and backwards? It would make me smile. <laughs> <laughs> or I could make one that looks like it's about to explode. Uh, you could just smash it on the floor. I don't know how to reply to that. I'm just going to leave it. Anyway... Oh. Mando appropriate. <laughs> uh, we've also got uh, Initiative 2 generic and then uh, Double Pip generic. Well, it's not generic, I suppose. It's got a pilot ability, hasn't it? Uh, initiative yeah. 3, that while you perform an attack, so at attack range 1 or 2, you may spend one non-reoccurring charge from one of your equipped elicits to change one focus result to a crit. So, cheeky little K-turn mods, maybe. Uh, I can probably see this scene playing a two and something list. 
Yeah, yeah. you've got the two. Is it Bosk and two fire sprays? Yeah, yeah. I think these might be a cheaper alternate. I know Rich really wants to fly two of them and um, one of the fangs. Yeah, Obviously, I think depending on points and whatnot, but I think you'd have a fairly solid list with uh, Mando Q90 and Old Terok Fen if you've got the points. Yeah, and it's a good starting point in Scum, isn't it? If you just slap Fen Old Terok down and go from there. Yeah. To be fair, because you've got this, you've got the Pride of Mandalore pack as well. You've pretty much got a full a full list as it is. I think uh, it could possibly even be a good replacement for Nim in the Bob and Nim list. Obviously, you're not doing the same thing with the bombs, but you know it looks like a quite a threatening ship for the for that sort of point bracket. Uh, yeah, I think Mando sticks around. Uh, he's probably a little more survivable in a swarm, so you can stick him with Boba as well, as you just said. You can stick him with Boba, and uh, you've got two ships that don't die. I must say, I'm looking forward to Q9 more so than the, the actual Mandalorian, I think. Stronger ability, especially when uh, combined with the IG crew. Uh, yeah. IG88D, do you mean? That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, so we're able to get two calculates. I like that. Can't make my mind up which one I prefer. I've just been staring at them, trying to figure out which one I'd take if I had to pick one of them. Well, the big orange numbers are five. Oh yeah. Does that help? No, no. What would uh, we kill okay. that one? I, I, to be honest, I think I think I swing more towards the Mandalorian just because changing blanks is is good. You know, because it's always that sad moment when you roll four dice and you've just got like that one blank. If you've got your focus, just pop it in. Yeah, I think if you stick a set of copilot on, you might be in good stead. Or IG88D if you need to save some points. Yeah, I like it. See what else we got. Oh, you can read that first one. I'll never get that right. Then go with literally the next set under the pilot cards. Do you want to read that one on the top left, Mike? Uh, Quill. Mm. <laughs> Quill. I meant, I meant all of it, not just its name. <laughs> and the rest all of, of it. it. <laughs> okay. It's like having uh, two Liams. This. What's going on? <laughs> Uh, so, action. Roll one attack die for each damage card you have. For each hit result, repair one face-up ship damage card. Then for each crit, repair one face-down damage card. For each blank result, remove one orange token. Then for each focus, gain one focus token. I'm predicting now that people will get this wrong all the time. Yes. <laughs> I can't see it being too expensive either, though. It's just... It's just very spike. It's a spiky uh, ability. Yeah. I think it's one that certainly seems better than it actually is. Because I remember, I remember there being, when it yeah. first got leaked, there was quite a lot of excitement about it. But then when you actually take time to read the card properly, it's not actually that amazing. Yeah, it's, it's all very circumstantial, isn't it? Yeah. It's only great if you've got six face down damage cards and you roll six crits. I mean, I've seen Tim do that. <laughs> Tim, this would be a good card for Tim. <laughs> well, let's crack on, because we've got loads to go for it. We've got, was it Peli Motto? I'm not very good with names, and I can never remember them. I know it's that, the one that's right. 
Was it right? That was, um, yeah. I'm kind it's, of disappointed uh, in myself. I'm sorry. I think you'll find it. It's Rich that butchers some of the names. For he, he keeps calling one of the Mandalorian guys Cries when it's Freeze. I'm awful with names. I can never remember them. Um, That's right. You're doing all right. Have some more faith in yourself, Ben. <laughs> oh, thanks. So during the system phase, you may perform an action on one of your damage cards, even while stressed. After you repair a face-up ship damage card, you may roll one attack dice. On a hit result, repair another ship damage card. On a crit result, expose one damage card. Would you chance it? Never. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'd dare chance it. I don't have the balls for that at all. I guess if it's cheap, you'll just chuck it on there as a filler. You know, for the um, in the system phase to do it because it's basically like a free repair if you need it. Uh, yeah, I, I just know I'll write, I'll just roll straight crits. Oh, I'd, I'd never dare chance it unless I had like Han or something, but it's scum so only. It's scum only, so you can't. Yeah. So I definitely wouldn't dare. And it's scum only, so you can't take Dooku and just Dooku the roll. Oh, can you imagine playing against someone else and them Dooku in it for you? Oh, that's misery. <laughs> oh, God. It's horrible. <laughs> Dooku's horrible. No, he's fair and balanced. It's too expensive. <laughs> now. You can tell that Liam is a uh, Dooku player. Not anymore. You are? I stopped leaning. I stopped using that crutch when you went up in points. <laughs> you would do that. Anyway, yeah, so we've got uh, IG-11, so set up, equip this face side up. Uh, before you would be dealt a face-up damage card, you must place one fuse marker on this card and gain one calculate token instead. Then, if there are two fuse markers on this card, flip it. One second, sorry. Sorry, choking. Um, it's, it got the other side there as well, because we know the other side's more interesting. It does not, but it's. I think when you flip the other side, it's each at it's, the end of each turn you lose a fuse marker, don't you? Yeah, it gives you the action to gain a fuse. But if you run out of fuses, everyone within range one suffers a crit result. You die. So <laughs> I think I might try something with this, but put IG88, so IG11, and Dead Man Switch. Go all in on it. Yeah, so everyone gets two damage and one's face up. Wouldn't you be sad though if you only ever got one crit? Oh, I'd be good. <laughs> one crit all game and then the last one kills you. I'll probably just try and protobomb myself at that point. <laughs> it could be an interesting one, but I think it might be a bit too gimmicky. I think it'd be a fun one. Maybe on something mm. cheap where you're not really that bothered. Yeah. It's just that getting the two crits on it is sometimes can be quite hard, can't it? I think what is interesting on this one is that you can control the detonation rather than the dead man switch where you can't. It does cost your action, which is also mm. awful. Yeah, mm. and with dead man switch, you can almost, if you die, you guarantee it's going off. This, you might die and it not go off at all. Actually, that's the point. When it says... Delta face-up damage cards. Does that mean if you get hit by a concussion, you can choose to take it and flip it and then not take it? I think so. I'm going to have to look at what concussions actually say. 
read the next card and I'll have a look. Cool. Uh, so, Gunner, Imperial or Scum, you've got Migs You've got to read this in a Boston accent. Uh, oh, that's a hard no. Uh, <laughs> after you perform a front arc attack, you may perform a rear arc or turret attack as a bonus against a different target with one or more red or orange tokens. Uh, it's a double tap, which is strong. Uh, but because you have to do it with a different arc, and there isn't that many turret arcs with a gunner in Scum or in Imperial. So it looks like it's just something that sits on a fire spray to me. Uh, I'd like to see. What see about the decimator? Does it work on the decimator? Uh, I guess it would, yeah. It's a... Yeah, it would. Oh, God. I think that's where I see it mostly on a decimator. Which is a shame, seeing how we see uh, Mix Mayfeld progress as a character. I'd hate to see him on a decimator. I want to see him like, flourish and scum. Would that count as a front arc attack? Just because it's got the turret symbol as well later. No, so it's the same as... Uh... It'd be the same as the veteran turret gunner, as long as you're firing at your turret arc. Doesn't matter where your turret arc is, as long as it's turret attack. Oh, no, you're right, yeah. Last card. Doesn't. No, because you don't don't get dealt a face-up damage card. You get dealt a face-down damage card. Then each ship at a range 0 to 1 must expose a damage card. Oh, that's rubbish. uh, IG-11's never getting played. (laughs) That would have been filthy. What was you going to say? Sorry about this card. Uh, which one? Uh, the Migs Mayfair. You were going to say something, but I just got in with the other bit. Oh, no. I don't think it would work on a uh, decimator unless your arc is pointing out the front and then you shoot at the rear. I, I don't know. I, just, I don't see it. things confuse me a bit, even though they're supposed to make it easier. <laughs> Anyway, someone will tell us if we're wrong. It'll be on a fire spray. I'm cracking on anyway. So we've all seen this. I'm going to read it anyway. Uh, We've got the child. uh, After placing forces, choose an opponent. They assign merciless pursuit condition to two of the ships. Uh, Lose the reoccurring icon after you force. And if you suffer damage, you recover. Is it suffer damage? Yeah, suffer damage, you can recover a force. He's got two force. Um... So two force is good, but obviously not coming back isn't. It's not you know you don't always want to be taking damage. And the merciless pursuit is brutal. Uh, after you perform an attack, if the defender is equipped with the child, you may acquire a lock on the defender. No, I Would don't you... like that. Yeah. yeah, I think it's instantly. Is it worth the payoff? No. It's got to be. It's got to be real. So two of them are hunting down Grogu. Like, I, I, thematic-wise, yeah, it's well cool. Like, he, you mm. know, he, he gets a bit sleepy, he wakes up, he's like, Ugh. but I, I, I can't see. The, the downsides are just too high for me. Especially when there's, there's, we've gotten used force users for, for coming out in the gauntlet pack. Yeah. Yeah. But am I going to fly the Mandalorian in the child? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to be sad when I lose. Yeah, probably. He does partner up well with the Mandalorian because that is during the end phase. If he did not defend this round, recover one non-recurring force, if possible. Also gives you the reinforce action. Uh, so they go well together, but it does take up two crew slots. Do you reckon that the um, uh, the Razor Crest will have two crew yeah, slots? I reckon it will. Maybe Still that don't know. Get that. Was it Q9 or something? I can't remember the number now. Um, Q90. Yeah, and them, them two. Yeah, you could. I reckon. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be game-breaking. It'd probably be a bit of fun. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that combination uh, being a, a, a meta-defining combination, to be honest. To be honest, a lot of the newer cards I've seen they seem more fluffy. Some, there's a couple of good ones here and there. But it seems like a lot of fluff. The Pride of Mandalore is stacked full of useful cards, I think. Yeah. I haven't even looked through mine properly yet. There's so many crew on Gunners. I'm going to struggle to remember them all. I haven't looked through them because I know I'll have to organise it because I'm obsessive and sad. <laughs> it is a nice little pack. I especially love the obstacles. The obstacles are beautiful. Yeah, they are. They are good looking. Yeah. Like, there's so much detail in them. them. I finally swapped out the... I've had the same rocks that I've been playing since 1.0. And I've actually switched them out because the new ones are so nice. So well, aren't they? Pardon? They're big ones as well, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They're all quite, they're all quite large, to be fair. Which is, which is a shame, because I don't like flying huge obstacles, because I, I tend to fly into them by accident. <laughs> That's why you're a droid player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, I'm never getting that name right. That sounds like a Michael job. That's Grief Cargo. There we go. You don't sound like Michael, though. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, it's Grief Cargo. Is that better? Do you, want me to, do you want me to try and read it in a Wolverhampton accent? Give it your best. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to embarrass myself. Okay, so uh, you can coordinate allied ships as if they were friendly. You can coordinate allied ships as if they were friendly ships. After you coordinate a ship, it may acquire a lock on the object you have locked. So that first sentence uh, is a reference to epic play. Yeah. Because you've also got, like, you can take bounty hunters with Imperials and stuff like that. I didn't realise in Epic that you wouldn't be able to just coordinate them. Shows how much I've played Epic, which is a shame because it looks cool. It does look cool. I mean, I've got the... uh, Same boat. I've got the Kraken. It does look cool. I do want to give it a go. I fancy trying the uh, solo mission. Apparently it's pretty easy. Yeah, but it's fun. Epic's not like tournament players are just there to have a laugh. It also gives you a, a red coordinate, which we, we didn't really mention. Oh, yeah, it does. Uh, Next set of pictures? Yeah, it's okay. It'll probably see play. I don't think it's amazing. Cool. Uh, so, analysis slot, uh, you can only put it on bounty hunters and it's the tracking fob. It's three pips. Uh, after placing forces, choose an opponent. They assign them marked for elimination condition to one of their ships. 
they must assign it to a limited ship if able. Uh, you ignore restrictions while acquiring a lock on the ship with marked for elimination condition. The marked for elimination condition, condition is one pip. While you defend, if the attacker is equipped with tracking fob and has a lock on you, you cannot spend green tokens. It's See, really I, strong. I think that's really strong. Um, Especially how if many we are moving there's a black box there. Uh, Boba, yeah. Bosk, Dengar. It'll be an interesting one because I think there's so many there's so many scum pilots that are either made up or just so obscure from like old books. Like they could be bounty hunters, they could be not bounty hunters. They could yeah. be assassins or mercenaries. That actually, actually bounty hunters. You know, it. So <laughs> it'll take a lot of thought, I think, from a to decide who is actually a bounty hunter. Two five-spray generics called bounty hunters. Yeah. It's just Fen counters about. No, he's Mandalorian, isn't he? Yeah, you've got like, uh, well, it's not going to be in Black Box, but uh, to, like characters like Tarani, you know, you no one really knows who they are in actual canon, but they're a bounty hunter. But moot point because it's not Black Box, but you know, <laughs> there'll be quite a few. There'll be quite a few. Maybe some of the gauntlets as well. I can't remember. Sabine? The, or the many Y-Wing pilots. Are they not black box? And it'll also have to be something with an illicit slot as well. Also true. Yeah. Still, yeah. I, I, I definitely think this will see play. Um, even if it's just two two of them with that on. You oh, I'm 100% against... Two low initiatives. Chuck that on it. Someone's going to be sad. I'm sticking that on, on Django since I can. <laughs> I really <laughs> like as well that they have to assign it to a limited ship if able. It yeah, stops yeah, it's a nice mechanic. Putting it on some rubbish throwaway generic. No, I like that. And we've but got. It's nice. Uh, it's not wasted on a generic because there's no limited as well. It just go on something. Yeah. No, I like it. I, I think we'll see that a lot. I can't. I think it'll be priced to make us buy it. Yeah. Um, I wonder if there's more than one of them in the box with it having uh, three pips on. There should be. Hmm. If not, we've got to buy three Razor Crests, right? Yeah. It looks to be me. There's only really one bounty hunter in the box, though, so you never know. <laughs> um, we've got another illicit, which is Hotshot Tail Blaster. Um, I imagine this card's going to be errated as soon as we get the new card rules. Because <laughs> it says, this attack can be performed at range zero. Uh, spend one uh, Attack, spend one charge, and it's a, a rear arc, two shot, two dice, sorry, uh, zero to one. So I, I don't think it's really worth us talking about it because it's almost inevitably going to get errated or just not see play. I can't see it seeing play. It's two charges, so you use it twice and it runs out of batteries. Pointless. Um, obviously, you could think about like things like Cutthroat could bring it back. Nah. Yeah, someone will play it, guarantee it. See you at the bottom tables. <laughs> um, we've seen overtuned modulators, haven't we? It was in something else. Yeah. So we'll skip that one. Now, these are the newer ones, aren't they, that we haven't seen? Yeah, I really like Enduro. The ones we have seen then, because we've got Burnout Frosters, which is um, an upgrade. Uh, modification, sorry. 
for a small or a medium ship. And it's after you perform a boost action, lose one charge, then you may gain one depleted token to remove a disarm token. Um, once charge is inactive, you can't perform the boost. Uh, slam. slam. It also gives you the slam action if you don't have it. It's basically the Black One title, but probably a bit better. Yeah. And keep going off ice, bro. <laughs> I'm very excited for this. Very excited. It reminds me of um, when, when everyone used to play Dash and you had, um, I think it was Burnout Slam. So if you did get caught somewhere, you'd slam out of the way. I mean, you are literally just going to see Fire Sprays do a full forward and do a 4K and still get to shoot. I'd like to see some jankiness with putting it on like a... Oh, no, that's a large base. It doesn't matter. That's no fun. Or even a... But any any, um, any fang that's not fen, because they have the modification modification slots, don't they? So slamming into a range one fearless uh, fang shot. Oh, I suppose you don't mind as much with fen either. Cause, oh no, he ain't got a fen. Doesn't yeah, he's, he's the only one that doesn't. I was going to say but, he wouldn't mind so much because he might lose a dice, but he gets it back with an ability. Well, I mean, fang seems nasty. <laughs> yeah, that that'll see play as well. <clears throat> Um, and I'm sure we'll see a lot of people slam at the wrong time. Yep. Mm. So we'll see people slam off the board. Yeah. Can't wait to see it because it's going to be on stream. You know it's coming. And it'll probably be me. <laughs> if anyone wants to see Liam fly awful, just go to our YouTube page. <laughs> oh, God. Please don't. <laughs> I, don't even Liam's... I don't even know if it's still there, to be honest. It probably is, but leave it alone. That Liam's dead. <laughs> You've done better. Good one there. I've done way better since. You would, you'd have thought he was a completely different player. <laughs> uh, we've also got the title, obviously the Razor Crest. Uh, place one non-limited illicit upgrade face down under this card during the system phase. You may reveal that illicit upgrade and equip it as if it were equipped at setup without paying its costs. Um, we've spoke about this quite a lot. It's probably going to be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, because you take tracking fobs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take these for free. Yes. Tracking fobs is limited, is it not? Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, sorry, Tim. <laughs> yeah, it is. Read your cards. Okay. Let's go on yeah, to the one. Who wants the first one? I'll go, because I've already found a place for this. <laughs> so, Enduring... It's a talent slot. So while you defend, if you're not in the attacker's bullseye, crit results are neutralized before hit results. After you suffer a critical damage, you may perform a calculate or focus action on your action bar, even more stressed, treating that action as red. So because they've already gone towards the idea of banning cards, they've already said they're banning intimidation. Uh, with the new bumping rules and stuff, which means I have a free slot on Chertek. <laughs> and being able to cancel crit results on a Nantex, the thing is just Hull. I can't wait. I think it's got a nice place on Sun Tier as well. Yes. Uh, if you do put it on Sun Tier, you don't get Predator. Yeah. I think uh, fangs like this as well. 
Yeah. I don't think they like it as much as Fearless, though. Depends which bang it is, I guess. Yeah, if, 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 you get, if you can get mods from a different ability or, you know, or some, some sort of coordinate, because I know, I know there are some cards coming out that give you locks and things like that. Uh, some coordinating shenanigans, so, yeah, you never know. Who wants to take the next one? You can have the B.I.G. <laughs> I was thinking that. So we've got a notorious. Uh, after you defend, if the attacker is in your firing arc, you may spend one charge. If you do, the attack gains one strain token. While you perform an attack, if the defender is strained, you may re-roll one blank result. Actually, another really interesting one. Not as strong as enduring, and you have the limitation of you have to have a illicit equipped already. To use yeah, it, but yeah. oh, I hadn't spotted that. But it could be interesting. See this going um, on, Bosk. How long do you think someone does a cool alt art with the uh, biggie on it? Then, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking uh, Conor McGregor too. You could be Conor McGregor and Biggie in a, in a photo together. Oh, I'd have to put Conor McGregor up. No, he, he can be he can be the little uh, blue guy getting uh, <laughs> accosted by uh... a. <laughs> His face offends me. I don't know why. That's all the newest cards. Um, here, some places have got the Razor Crest, so hopefully. I'm getting mine tomorrow from Border Brum. I'm getting mine from Element tomorrow, but I didn't want to say in case they weren't supposed to be letting them out. <laughs> AMG haven't told anyone not to, so. Sounds like uh, good enough for me. But yeah, I'm going to get mine. I just wish I could play it somehow. Uh, you could use equip builds. Yeah, I know, but they're lame. They're always nonsense, aren't they? I mean, you, you can take an edge game, guess. No, I say that. But <laughs> they, they, they did mad things. I did mention a while ago that quick build cards will be given a points value, and then we'll be able to use the did quick builds. In they just hint that they might do that. They said it. Well, they said it was something they were looking at, which means. Because the quick build cards literally have no use, they'll assign them a points value which will be discounted from what it would be if you just put all the upgrades on individually. But you can't take anything off them or put anything on. So if you want it for one of the upgrades that's on there, but it's got a rubbish one on there anyway, you've just got to suck it up and play it. I quite like that. Yeah, I'd like it as... I'd like it actually go to like an, a, a, a whole event like that would be fun. Yeah, after Werner Sunfack, let's go. <laughs> Hasn't um, the Fen, Fen Rao got after Werner's as well? I think so. I think if anyone is interested, I'm pretty sure there's a website somewhere with all the um, quick build cards on it. I can't remember where it is. No, nobody will need that because they've got all the cards themselves. Actually, I actually uh, kept all mine because I can't throw anything away because I've got issues. I think I kept most of mine. I'm not sure yeah. mine are lurking somewhere in a, in, a, in a big box. I've even got all the old, um, all the like repeated ones. I've got, got some uh, promo uh, quick build cards, which look quite nice. The the big ones. Yeah. Yeah, I've got some of them still. They were nice. I've got a blackout one. I think that's it. Whatever ones they they did the gift was it with the. The first, like the start pack, they give them away. 
I believe so. I know it was quite early on in 2.0, wasn't it? When they, uh, when they give them out. I know, I think, I think they're going to be... AM, did AMG hint that they're going to be uh, in their store kits? The uh, new promos or quick builds. Well, that's Aces High, isn't it? Aces High. Yeah, the Aces High. Yeah. Like some builds for Aces High. Yeah. That's a shame, because the best part about Aces High is some of the weird nonsense you can bring. Yeah. Yeah, they did have some bigger cards. Actually, I'm looking at one now. It's quite nice. There is a a Skull Squadron pilot. It's Initiative 4. And it comes with marksmanship, uh, advanced proton torpedoes, and afterburners. (laughs) Anyway. So we move on to the uh, road event where somebody did all right once, maybe. And somebody did all right as well, but not quite as all right. (laughs) Technically, if you just go off win record, we did the same. (laughs) True. Very true. We might have... Oh, no, there's someone below me. Seven. Oh, you might have got pared down, actually. I think the top one goes into the bottom, doesn't it? Is that right? Is that how Swiss works? Uh, I think so. No. No, Tim just said no. <laughs> so uh, Swiss, basically, in X-Wing, uh, you so you take all the people with the same results. So let's say after round one, uh, you, you pair all the people on one win randomly together. Oh, is it randomly? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah. it's um, so you can't like game your score, like uh, you see. So, so like, um, if that was the case, some people may not want to score two hundred nil or two hundred points because they might feel like if they'll end up playing other players who are also getting those big scores. Um, so by pairing it randomly, it doesn't matter what your score is. Um, you'll you'll always play. Well, you should always play someone on the same win record. The only uh, the time that won't happen is if there's uh, an odd number, and then you get like the pair up, pair down. Mm-hmm. But it's a uh, top cut is what you're thinking of, where first plays the bottom, oh, yeah. bottom of cut, second plays second from bottom, third plays third from bottom. That's how you pair up a cut. Anyway, he doesn't know how top cut works. He's never in them. Who? <laughs> you, Ben? I mean, we were all in the the cut last year. Stop living in the past. You weren't in the last. We were time. actually, weren't we? That was well, fun. In fairness, I have knocked Ben out of a cut, so I think I know he has been. There. <laughs> uh, anyway, we don't have to do that. Why did why you chat about your list? That you t- and why did you take what you took to the road event? So um, I took the same list I took for the main event to the road event, it was just part laziness, uh, <laughs> part uh, I just like look at the list. Uh, I can't take credit for the list at all. It's this is uh, very much uh, Chris Bennett's creation and the rest of the resist tank. Uh, they call it so, Commander Chris, don't they? Yeah. No. So it's. Uh, I'm sure most people will be familiar with the list, but it is uh, Kaz with R5, uh, Commander Poe uh, with Jamming Beam, Jess Parver with MG98, and the Red Squadron with R68. Both of them so are, uh, also have jamming beam, don't they? Yeah, all of jamming beam. Which I actually used in one game to uh, to stop uh, <laughs> an advanced proton torpedo. Do you know, you <laughs> say that Rich did that to me with Poe and I didn't see it coming. 
And I was yeah. very miserable about it because it was double modded and he jammed everything off. Oof. It was quite Good fun. My evade. <laughs> yeah, so I um I took the list for the main event, but for some reason I wasn't feeling too chipper on the Saturday morning, so uh ended up doing extremely badly. Um flew the list like a big potato all day and then finished two That's and four. <laughs> <laughs> Um, had then uh, had some very helpful advice from uh, John Vickery, who obviously knows a little bit better than I do. So uh, I uh, in in the uh, road event, uh, took that advice on board and then won every game. Obviously, <laughs> I felt a lot fresher on the uh, a lot more fresh on the Sunday, so that probably can contribute to it. <laughs> Yeah, we overdid it again, didn't we, on the, the night before? The main event, again. We certainly did. <laughs> I mean... Oh. I mean, last year, last year we probably did it in the right order. I, put, I was nice and fresh on the Saturday morning, put all the hard work in, made the cut, and then got drunk. <laughs> That's probably the right way to do it, I think. <laughs> I don't know, when, last... we, when we were playing in the cut, you looked like you wanted to die. Oh, I did, yeah. <laughs> Last year was a mistake. And I spent this year going, I'm not going to do that again, while walking around on the Friday, just drinking drink after drink. Yeah, I did the same thing. I mean, technically, I didn't do the same thing again, because the first time I did it on a Saturday night, this time I did it on a Friday. So, switched it up. Both hurt. <laughs> both really hurt. So how did you find the new rules with the list then, Mike? I actually quite enjoyed them. Um, I, found, I thought they were quite refreshing. A bit, a bit frustrating at times, like uh, with the self-pumping damage, which I think is more painful when you're in the scrum, the self-pump, especially when um, you know you could have been bumped by an enemy, but instead you're bumped by your ship because well, the template ends, isn't it? So that can be quite frustrating. Guess, <laughs> yeah, we guess. <laughs> I, mean, I, was, I was flying six ships in the road event, so yeah, I was, I was very careful about the bumping rules. I think the the self bumping into no, sorry, the bumping into enemy ships. I think that has room to be abused because yeah. in my fourth game of on the day, uh, there's a mirror match against uh, Martin Martin Perves, and sorry. I because I, I won a lot of the road events, so. Uh, run a lot of the road roll, sorry. So I was moving first. My threes going into his threes. And it was just, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this red focus without consequence and he's not going anywhere. And then could shoot something and it was, yeah, it's, I think that might be looking at, possibly. In the, in the first round, I faced someone who was flying uh, Braylon, who also really didn't care if he bumped. Because then he's got a focus and a re-roll. Yeah, which is pretty filthy. So there is definitely going to things that abuse it, but I I also really liked the new rules. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm still not a hundred percent sold on the bumping though. Everything else I'm okay with. Yeah, I, it's, it's... I really like the punishing rocks. Um, because there's nothing worse than watching someone fly over a rock and just disappear, like no consequences whatsoever. 
I'm enjoying the new obstacles. I like the risk and reward element because obviously the more punishing when, when it goes wrong, but you know, surprising your opponent and flying over them, then getting your action still is, is very fun. I quite like as well the the um like the tactical thing of if you've got a lot of locks on you to just punt off over the um gas clouds and break them all. Yeah, I can interest Then you might get ioned. Yeah. So I think it was a fun event, Re- refreshing as well, especially after the yeah. you know the the previous day. Obviously, I know it was like half baked rules because we don't have the um, uh, scenario side yet, and I think doesn't the points the way we work out scores and things changes, so we'll have to see how that actually goes, um, and if it works for tournament structure, it might not work that way for tournament structure. We don't know. I will point out, like, with regards to some of the bumping rules and stuff, uh, I think if it does go that badly, they will just change it because yeah. they've eroded half of the the ah. Marvel Crisis Protocol cards because of power creep and stuff like that. They was like, right, this needs to dial back. This needs to be dialed forward. They're not afraid to change things. Yeah, they nice. don't, haven't they redone the core set, people, which is quite nice. Most- They've redone the course at people and some of the new releases. Oh, right. They've realised that some things don't quite work. Just out of curiosity, when they re-release, say, Spider-Man out of the core set, do you have to use the new one, or can you still use the old one? Uh, okay, so there's... You have to use the newer version of the card, but you don't have to use the new Spider-Man if there's more than yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah, there's two Peter Parkers in the game. You can put them both in your roster, but you can't feel them both on the same field. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Obviously, I'm assuming they do the. If you change one card in X Wing, they'll do it all. We don't need a situation where we have, like in 1.0, Initiative 8 Poe and Initiative 9 (laughs) Poe. Both with the same (laughs) pilot ability. (laughs) Yeah. But it's. That was just poor communication from. Well, between the two parties, wasn't it? For example, uh, they weren't told the dimensions of the silencer. Yeah, but I love the chunky boy. I always use the chunk. Yeah, you got to use the the Chad silencer, and then the uh, the new silencer as the target lock. That's what I always do. <laughs> <laughs> Although the one in my bag is the smaller one, just because I've run out of space, I can't fit the chunk in. So we go with the smaller version. We just have a quick scan down of the, everyone else who went um, undefeated. So it's the guy after me, uh, Matthew Harshawn, is the last one. And is there just, just any of the lists jump out at you? Do you want to have a look, Liam? Because you didn't actually play, did you? So uh, I mean, I was playing that day. But I was, yeah, you know uh, I mean? In the road event with the real rules. I was in the main event, mate. Yeah, with the fake old rules. The real old rules. <laughs> Bear with me. Let me find the event that I was a part of, but never actually got to know. Uh, no, I found it. I was undefeated. I just want to point that out to everyone. Three and zero, and I was forced to drop. Sad times. Uh, Dom Flanagan. Never heard of him. Second. Uh, with Separatist Alliance, and I think he just took full advantage of the droids in that one. He was just like, yeah, I'm just going to sit on rocks and just attack everything. Um, I think Dom also said that he 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 was enjoying the uh, the bumping into enemies and getting that red red calculate. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because the uh, the blues on the vultures are surprisingly good. It's all the two. Well, it's the two hard and the two forward and the three forward. I think. Yeah, I do like the droids. Uh, Tom Canlin was running a version of Heritani, I think. Where have you got that from? Uh, his list. Who? Sorry. Tom Candlin. Oh, be carried on from him, yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm just skipping oh, down sorry. at my, <laughs> at, at my own whim. Do we think any of these lists were took specifically with the new uh, rules in mind, or just uh, some of them were just... Mine was, I just had it packed from the day before. I think a lot of people were, I had it packed from the yeah. day before. Um, but I will say that I feel like swarmier lists will do better into the new rules. Yes and no. So I would probably consider if you if you're used to flying a swarm. Um, uh, it, it depends on the swarm. I think a droid mm. swarm is fine because they've got grappling yeah. struts. Uh, I think anything where you're running six or seven ships, like a Malorus swarm, struggles because that does rely on bumps sometimes. Yeah, and it, you've got to look at objective objective play as well. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's things that don't necessarily like the list I was flying didn't although it had a re-roll in there, it was one of them things that if it happened it was nice. If not, just lobbing three dice at your opponent is good. Yes. So I feel like there will be swarms, you know, like um oh what's the one it's just we'll talk about it later, uh, Warthog, is it? Yeah, oh, Warthog, yeah. Yeah, because that's got like a couple of re-rolls in it, stops things dying, stuff like that. Um I am Obviously, he flew it well. I'm surprised to see that uh, Ray and Zizi and Lulo did so well because one of the tricks of Ray is usually to just blast through them uh, uh, debris, isn't it? Oh, but yeah. He wouldn't really want to do it as much in this. So he must have flown it well. Uh, that was Tom Field's end. Oh, no, he couldn't have flown that well. I mean, he does have a bit of a love obsession going on with Ray at this point, doesn't he? Yeah, it's a bit <laughs> weird, isn't it? I mean, I mean, you didn't know Bob in 1.0 how he used to talk about Ray. <laughs> never be that weird. I heard what he did to children when playing the game. Tim's going to have to cut that now. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't even meant to come across like that. You tried. You were trying so hard. I was almost proud of you. <laughs> now I'm back to just being disappointed like your mum and dad. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. It's like we've gone back six months in our friendship. Um, Mike, have you got anything else you'd like to say about um, the uh, RTO event? Maybe I think so, no. Apart from I had a, a lot of fun, obviously. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I don't find myself usually on uh, in the top place uh, event, so uh, but no, it, it, was, it was very good. A very good time. I think it would have been awesome. nice to have maybe one more round. I know it, it didn't work out with the timings, just to yeah. thin that, um, that top pack down a bit. Yeah, yeah, because with what the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of us all on four, I know it's yeah, yeah, it's still yeah, probably need that one, that one last round or a, a top four cup, maybe. No, definitely a top six. <laughs> 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 no, I'm, I am actually looking forward to fl- playing more road. Um, 
just, am, just yeah. see how things come out. It's all we was. I only stopped playing it to get practice for the event, really. And now we've gone back. We're probably going to play road rules at the um, little event we're having on here tomorrow. Cool. With your janky list. Do you want to talk about your your stuff or the Crossroad Classics and finish on your stuff? Um, it's up to you. I don't mind. I'll tell you what, let's do the let's look at the the top, say top four maybe of the Crossroad Classics, and then have a little chat about your little side project. Yeah, I think. What should we do? Let's see what's interesting. Let's see, do the top four and see if there's anything interesting. So, so the winner was uh, Andrew Lopez with a a Warthog's. Um, similar sort of thing. We've seen Rich flying it quite a lot, haven't we? Um, it, it's a good list. I'll go on to that a bit more, but I want to talk about second place first, just because it's got <laughs> Anakin, Anakin in a while, and I don't know how that happened. Um, <laughs> so we've got Anakin with instinctive aim, dorsal turret, proton tops, R4P astromech, and synchronized consoles. What's R4P, anyone? There was uh, two charges, and it basically you get to if you perform a basic maneuver, you get to reduce his, spend a charge and reduce its difficulty. Okay, yeah, that's cool. It might be worded slightly different, but it's uh, yeah, yeah. for that effect. Um, then, we've got, yeah. then we've got three red squadron bombers, which are also Y wings. Uh, they've all got dorsal turrets. Uh, two of them have got proton torpedoes. Uh, one of them's got. Are uh, advanced proton torpedoes. They've all got synchronized console, and two of them have got the R4P Astromexes. Um, I I just don't get it at all. It's like a weird Alpha Strike. Like, did, I'd not watched any of the game. So, did he spend Anakin's target lock, or did he literally yet let everyone? He he flew it quite well in the fact that he, he he was very he knew when to spend the target and when not to. So yeah. even if he got maybe like two focus results and two blanks on the first torpedo, you know, or two hits, you know, it, it, in the times where it would be tempting to spend a target lock, he he was patient and then managed to preserve it for the next attack, which 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 paid off for him, I think. Yeah, I must have flown his socks off because I'm looking at it and I just don't get it. I think that's possibly why he might have done done well as well because people weren't expecting it. Maybe I mean I don't want to say anything, take anything away from his performance, but you know it... I have heard that he's been flying this list for quite a while, um, so he obviously knows what he's doing with it, and that's got to be the first Anakin in a final, <laughs> like in a in a Y wing. So it's a really well played to him. Um, it, it, it was so hard to kill as well, chewing through those. Chewing through all that hull and shield, and then you've got the, the ability as well, nullifying the crits. What the? I'm an initiative six. <laughs> right, so let's go on to the winner because I think we're, this is actually a list we're going to start seeing a lot of. Um, so we've got Warthog in the lat with Ghost Company fives, uh, Clone Commander Cody, and then you've got two arcs, and then. Two V-Wings with the uh, esque configuration. Can't remember which one esque is. Is esque the Ion? It is. Yeah. 
and I can't remember. Do you know what? Ghosts 5 and Clone Commander. One of them you put calculates on your ship or something, don't you? Uh, one of them five. double tap in. Ghost Companies double tap. Fives is if you miss, you can put a green token that you haven't spent or something on the card. And Cody is if you missed and they. Uh, oh, it's evaded, If they evaded a hit uh, to cause you to miss completely, they get a strain. So you get to put out two strains a turn, then everything fires. Yeah, no, it's a good. Co- and obviously. Um... Warthog stops things being initiative killed. Yeah. It's it's a good list. Uh, honestly, I'm surprised we haven't seen more of it. It won Camino, didn't it? I don't know. I can't remember. It won the Camino Cup. It did, yeah. Yeah. But they had the um the uh, torrents rather than the uh the V Wings. Well I think I think it's a list where you can just mix and match and it's still gonna be very good. I think it's hiding behind the three greens with the uh, the V wings, gives yeah. it a little bit more of an up hand than the Torrent version, to be honest. Because if you look, there's there's a lot of similar lists that do quite well. So, am I yeah, gonna have, got... have to buy another bloody V wing? <laughs> <laughs> How many do you have? I've only got one. Yeah, you'll have to get two. No, and then you can meta chase like Rich. <laughs> Do you like yeah, the list? It was a lot of warthog, a lot of warthog. I think it must have been like a, a local, a local thing as well with the amount because the LVO we didn't see a lot, a lot of, of warthog. You know, it was similar rules to LVO, wasn't it? And the, so it must be a local thing as well. Local meta. Very good though, isn't it? Have a look if there's anything else interesting. Scan quickly down. It was a scum list which I liked, so they did quite well. Which one, mate? Uh, finished in the top eight, uh, Zach Rigetti. I like his so name. You've got, <laughs> so you've got Kanan in Baldy Crow, three Tensari Point veterans in Markmanship and Auto Blasters, and Serisu. Well, oh, so we're still getting the uh, the M3A swarms. Yeah, well, it seems a lot less degenerate than the you know the full the full swarm. I mean, you got six of them. If if you watched it play, I don't think you'd be saying that. I'm very I'm just impressed. about to say this. It seems a very Tim list. Because not only are you hiding behind three, possibly four at range three, Keenan suddenly just goes, why don't you roll one less die? True, yeah. <laughs> that seems like some Tim degenerate filth there. Isn't Serisu re-rolls on defence as well? Yeah. Oh, range yeah. zero to one, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a very interesting metacall, because I think, like, you know, you were talking about earlier about the self-bumping and stuff. So if you start coming that in, maybe you, you see people moving away from swarms, or certainly moving away from formation flying. And then yeah. suddenly, Kanan becomes very powerful. Like If you've got a low ship count list, he's already good, because, you know, if you're stopping one shot, and it's the defender's got to be in his arc, so that's more likely to happen. You know, you can, you can plan that a bit easier. Yeah, you know um, where your ships are going to be. Yeah, so, and... Yeah, and then if people are breaking up a bit more, maybe not everybody is shooting or not everybody is getting as sort of good a shot. Uh, and then, yeah, you just focus three greens, uh, re-roll a green, one less red. What's not to love about it? Oh, water blasters. Hell yeah. Then you've got room for marksmanship on them as well. Because they're there as well, eh? 
Because <laughs> Tim does love a bit of turtle. I mean, I, ha- I had been playing with similar lists. Um, so I have, I have been wanting to get Kanan out on the table because I've played against Kanan Ghost a little bit recently. Uh, and, you know, it is a very powerful ability to be able to, you know, take a red dice away. Um, but yeah, no, I think um be interesting to see. I have actually got Kane and Ghost packed for Tuesday just for a bit of fun. Wrong. Yeah, like uh, Kane and Luke and Ahsoka work very well as a, a squad. I actually, um, I just noticed as well that in the top four, uh, Paul Adler, so he's got Anakin in the ETA with Extreme Maneuvers and Predator, Obi-Wan with Predator, uh, Shaq T with Predator, but then he's got Denis Elderberg with Passive Elberger. Elberger. Elbow Burger. Um, that sounds like a threat. Do you want an Elbow Burger? Um, with R2C4 and Ion Torpedoes. I don't even know what that ship does. That's okay. how. Well, why do you defend on the former attack? If the speed of your revealed maneuver is the same as the enemy ship's, the ship's dice can't be modified. I just I don't get that one either. Yeah, I, just, I, feel, I feel like there's better options in that ship, but like he's done really well with it, though. Yeah, obviously, yeah, he's done very well with it. So, uh... <laughs> and he's got the um, the droid to send and evade as a like a little mini calculator or a mini force. I mean, I can't fly the ETAs. I just die. I can't get my head round system phase reposition. I've been I've been trying the um, the interceptors with these sensitive controls. Mm. And and I just can't do it. I, I just can't get my head around it at all. So, fair play to him there. Yeah. Is there anything you like in the in there at all, Liam? Uh, it's American meta. That's not what I asked. No, there isn't. To be honest, that better. No. Sad and disappointing. What I do like is the guy that finished third overall at the STO. (laughs) That was good. Do you want to talk about that list? No. No one wants to finish third because we only remember who finished first and second. That's not true because I remember. Shall I just kick him now? Oh, no, please. There is quite a lot. I'm just quickly firing down. There is a lot of um, Warhog in there. One interesting note, actually, the lack of separatists in this list, in this uh, this event. There's a few knocking around, but usually, see, especially, yeah. especially, uh, especially in the top court, you you expect to see a you know a, 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 at least two or three separatist lifts. Separatists generally have a higher cut rate than yeah, any other was any other list as well. I think though that. That half boils down to there's a lot of people who just don't like them. Like they're just not interested in playing them. That's quite I mean, an interesting list. Uh, Fenrau in a fang, and then one, two, three, four, five, six mining guild sentries. I like it. <laughs> no upgrades at all. Even I can fly that one. Anyway, shall we move on to uh, Michael's thing? Would you like to tell us the name, Mike? Yeah, okay, so um, as a few people might know already, I've, I've started a project uh, with Martin Griffiths, 
called uh, Vector Squadron Creative, where um, we've sort of created a platform for ourselves to uh, share some of the creative things I've been up to. So uh, I've been wanting to start uh, designing some uh, alt art cards for quite a while now. And uh, Martin does his uh, 3D uh, ship files, which he's going to be printing as well, which is fun. I have to um, say, your alt arts are probably my favourite. Yours are one of the few alt arts that I actually use, like, regularly. I really like them. Oh, thanks, mate. I know, I, I fair, as, soon as, you showed me, as soon as you showed me the Trade Federation drone, I was like, yep, I'll have a place here, yeah, please. It's given me a load of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to make something that was uh, quite visually striking, but also quite simple, because I think, well, as well as you know my 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 skill set being quite uh, quite limited. I think it it's what's lacking in the game as well because I think in, in some of the artworks we see because I think a lot it's very complicated. You know, not complicated. It's very uh, intricate and detailed. A lot of the stuff. You know, uh, people um, people uh, commission illustrators. I mean, it's nice artwork, but you know, it's, there's a lot of it. I think and... as well with yours, what's good is you just look at it and. Now it's getting out and about. You, we know. I don't have to know like the exact card, but I just look at it. I can go, oh yeah, that's one of Mike's. Because you've sort of done your own. It's a bit like uh, I don't know if you remember. There was a guy in America who did helmet series, and as soon as you looked at one of them cards, you knew it was his. Yeah. Well, I, what I wanted. Uh, so I started off with the generic series, which a lot of you have seen, and. Uh, you were seeing them, uh, those that finished in the top eight of the STO, got a special set, one of each faction in the uh, blue acrylic, which are quite yep. lovely, and I can't, wait to, I can't wait to get myself, get my hands on a set of those myself when I can. Um, they are really nice. Get a set. I, I, yeah, I, I've just not got it yet. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I think Rich has got a set for me. Um, but I will be moving on to some more complex things. Like, I'm still going to be releasing some of my generic upgrades uh, cards. So, for example, next Friday I will be releasing uh, a TIE Striker and a uh, Rebel Y-Wing, as well as my Mandalorian Optics, which some people may have seen online or in person. Albeit with a spelling mistake. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're giving them out, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, the, the one I got, I got about 90 of them printed with a spelling mistake. <laughs> So uh, I was giving those ones out, but I will have uh, a couple of configs as well, haven't you? Because I've got the, the Delta 7 and the 7B config. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the, the idea with those was I wanted to create, I wanted to have a lot of customizationable options for people so they could pick the favorite color uh, ship card. And then, you know, you've got the two different colors for the, for the config. And I'm doing something similar with the resistance, which should be fun. And a first order project, which I'm looking forward to, which will be a the basically the contents of the new box, really. So there'll be a a double sided uh, tie whisper card, Kylo and a generic, and the bombers, two bombers, which I'm looking forward to releasing. I hope you're going to do a grudge to go with that. Well, the other thing, yeah, there's going to be two generic bombers, and then there'll be grudge and uh, what's the other fella called, uh, breach. Hey, Rudge and two bombers are pretty good. Yeah. Has Kester spanked me with it? 
It's something that it's not 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 only my style of list, but that's something I'm looking forward to playing. I think I'll get my hands on that box at some point. So how did you and um? Oh, sorry, I've forgotten his name. How did how did you both end up together? Did you know each other beforehand? Yeah, so Martin uh, so obviously being being a Sith taker, we play a lot of, a lot of games at Element, but. Where I actually started playing X-wing was uh, Fanboy Three in the centre of Manchester, where it's a, a lot, a lot. The scene's a lot smaller there, and um, and a lot, somewhat less competitive, you know. And so we 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 met there and shared a lot of really scummy, janky lists, and uh, yeah, we became friends. And then we and we're both quite creative people. Well, we're not we're not doing creative jobs at the moment, so it's a nice it's a nice. Uh, a way to channel our creativity. Aren't you technically a bum? Hmm? You quit your job, you're a bum again. <laughs> I've left my job, but uh, I'm still in the job. <laughs> so not yet. Give it, give it a month or two yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if anyone hasn't seen, I think there's some pictures of Martin ships on the Sith Taker page from the event, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Because they they are really like completely different than what they're supposed to be. They look awesome. Yeah, he, Martin does some really cool ships. Like um, he'll do some existing ships, but then he will look at like a lot of ships that you get from. I think a lot of them have been from all the games and like some of the legend books and stuff like that. You know, and some of the uh, really cool. Uh, like, I think my fa- one of my favorites being um, Asajj's Asajj's Shadowcaster. You know, with with the modified bits of hull and engines and stuff it's really cool the banshee variant yeah the banshee yeah that's the one like my favorite one is the d5 mantis he did for me (laughs) honestly that's a nice ship yeah and all of our stuff can be found by searching vector squadron creative on facebook we don't currently have an online well i i don't actually have an online shop to the cards because I like to keep the costs down, and I also like to be quite fluid on the pricing of, of my cards, you know, especially for like retaining customers and you know people buying in bulk. So I feel like if, if we do use Etsy, it, it's sort of like I can't really do that. And Martin has an online shop, which you'll find on the page for his STL files. It ships. Is he, is he looking at selling the actual ships themselves as well? I think it's something he's looking at. Um, he just bought a new uh, 3D printer, but I'm not sure what where where he's up to with that. But there will be updates on the page soon. He also painted them really well. I'm assuming it was him who painted. Them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Although I, I had to force him into entering the uh, painting contest at the, at the, at the SEO. It's <laughs> right. Liam tried to enter with ships that he didn't even paint. <laughs> Busted. Uh, everyone knew. He just looked at it and said, oh, Liam's cheating again. I mean, you say again, I hadn't cheated before that. You've not been caught cheating. Mean. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I remember I, w- I walked over to Richard and Denton while they were judging. They're like, oh, how did you do that? I bet you worked really hard on these. I was like, yes, I worked really hard to obtain these. <laughs> I swapped money for these ships. How long did it take you? Uh, it only took me a couple of hours to uh, acquire the amount I needed to get these done. Cheat, cheat, cheating pants. Anyway, shall we uh, just touch on the trilogy event? 
How are you on, doing? On one final note, sorry, on, on the on the, yeah. on the card front. Um, I'm sure everyone's been really enjoying uh, Lewis's uh, store kits the, with the Mandalorian theme and the, and the coins and the Beskar. Uh, well, uh, we can say I've been working with Lewis in the past week or so. Uh, and then we're going to do a, collaborate, a collaboration for his next cycle of stalkets, which is going to be very fun. I'm guessing you can't spoil anything. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, on, on the next cycle, it's going to be a, it's going to be rotating in some different designs and different bits and pieces to keep it fresh. So. I will say that the uh, quality of Lewis's kit is amazing. Like, the, oh, it is incredible. The, yeah. Um, Best car tokens, aren't you, Mike? Yeah, I've got the, the couple of the best car tokens and the coin, and just the weight of that coin in your hand. It's awesome. It's awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll let you hold it again tomorrow. I'll bring it for you, Ben. It's okay. I've, I've got three of the um, the spinny ones there at the moment. We still talking about the coin? <laughs> he knows he has to get me drunk before I'll hold anything else. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm a cheap drink, so it's fine. <laughs> Tim says I'm not allowed to talk about the trilogy tournament now, so we'll have to leave it. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we could, we're not going to be talking about that. I will just touch on the fact that all of us are still in, except Michael. <laughs> You're still in the Pokemon one, though, aren't you? Yeah, in fact, I'll be playing my Pokemon game <laughs> straight after we finish uh, recording this. Definitely you know, you get on. I wish I'd got in on the Pokemon now. It sounds fun. It is a I'm lot of fun. I'm currently top of the ladder as well. I'm hoping they do it again. Same. Yeah, Team Jawa do some really cool tournaments. Like, um, if they don't do it again, maybe we can just steal it and run it ourselves and just ask them first. Yeah. It's, it, it, like, it, it doesn't exactly have to be a po- Pokemon theme, but you know, just having that... The, the small squads with the escalation it's a lot of fun it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission mate so let's just do it <laughs> it'd be cool to try and do it in real life but I don't know if it'd work the same with needing so many ships and whatnot. yeah true anyway um, I think that'll do us for today because we're going to start waffling in a minute so um, have you got any shout outs Matt yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to shout out everyone who played at uh, the STO and all the people that I met at the STO, especially the ones that travelled from a distance. Um, uh, and John as well for giving me that, for that good advice. And, uh, and Martin as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Have you got any shout-outs, um, Liam, except Born in Brum? Uh, I'm going to shout out Born in Brum, but I'm going to shout out Dom, Ollie and Connor. For being uh, the next set of people to get their heads picked in uh, by my team of Andrew Lippin and Zimantique. I'll jump on that shout out, sorry, just to shout out my, tril- my trilogy tournament team, uh, Donald and Joe. I apologise. Well played to you guys. Uh, I'm, I'm going sh- to shout out Tim for having to edit me out all the time. <laughs> Have you got any shout outs, Tim, mate? Uh no, not really. We 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 can um we'll we'll talk about the trilogy event next week, but um no, nothing from me really. And I'll just a, a quick one to thank everyone who's still playing in the league. Um 
that's about it from me, I guess. Right, so it's, uh, it's goodbye from Mike. See you later. Uh, goodbye from Liam. Doodles. Goodbye from Tim, if he's still there. I am still here. Goodbye. <laughs> and it's goodbye from me. I'll see you all next time. Break it down. Girl, said you hallelujah. Ooh. Girl, said you hallelujah. Ooh. Girl, said you hallelujah. Ooh. Cause Uptown Funk don't give it to you. Ooh.